Hello, and welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I believe everyone should be living the life of their dreams. This show is going to be a weekly dose of magic to help guide you to living your best life. When you feel good, then success in all areas of your life is easy to achieve. I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. This show will be full of personal development stories and skills to help you take your life to the next level. My guests will be health and wellness experts and amazing spiritual beings, as well as everyday people with stories and lessons to help guide you through the ups and downs and help you get one step closer to living the life of your dreams. I want this podcast to be real and unpolished, full of honesty to show the realness of life. Here's to living your best life with gratitude and love. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to another episode, y'all. I'm not even going to lie. This is take two of this podcast. <laughs> but another two. episode of Believe It, Achieve It. And today you have a double double trouble. It is me <laughs> and Janet Finneman today. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so I have to say this is take two. So we recorded this episode or this topic. Oh, what did we do it? Monday? I think, was Monday? it Tuesday? Monday, Monday or Tuesday. And I was like, oh my God, Janet, that was awesome. We just killed it. That was fantastic. I'm so excited for this. And (laughs) got it over to my dream team at Jenny Media. And they said, we only got about seven minutes out of that recording. And then we had a Zoom glitch. And it's very, he said, very, very, very rare. So I sent, right, I sent the, I forwarded the email right to Janet, and uh, I said I can't, I can't make this up. <laughs> and then we were just talking about the Mercury, Mercury retrograde. Yes, and when is it going to end? Right? Oh. I mean, we're going to get through it. Um, <laughs> so here we are. We're going to recreate the awesome subject that we recorded. Um, so this is, this will be take two. So, take two. <laughs> thank you, Janet. I'm like, I, I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, thank God it was Janet. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's fine with me. We can always just find another time to do it over. <laughs> so thank I get you. It. Uh, if anyone for, gets it, it's me. Right. But thank you for working me in not once, but twice this week. <laughs> I'm happy to. I get to see you. And then in Masterminds, I get to see you three times. Right, right, right. So we started off, look, I'm going to try and really recreate this, but we started off talking about how Janet started a group. It was years ago. We were trying to figure it out maybe three, four years ago. Three or four years ago, yeah. And she started this group. Well, I, well, I guess we can just call it a group. Group. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we've never found a good name for it, really. Right. I know now I call it our mastermind because that essentially yeah. is, is a yeah. more common term now. Yeah. Yeah. And she started this about four years ago in Jacksonville, Florida. So for us locals in Jacks, we got together at a chiropractor's office. <laughs> yeah. At their, their lunchtime, right? Because they right during lunch in their lobby. <laughs> <laughs> and we would set up the tables, but it turned into this beautiful, beautiful, amazing group mastermind that Janet has created now or that it created on its own. It really did create on its own. 
Yeah, because I didn't know any of these women. Right. When we walked in. And none of them, none of them knew each other. Oh, we were all newbies. I think we all probably walked in. Because I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was like a little anxious, like walking in. I was sure. like, I don't know what, what to expect. Who are all these people? You know? What are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah. So that went on. We had some people that came, some people that left, some people that stayed. <laughs> yeah. And then that transformed into a weekly Zoom call, which now everyone knows what Zoom is, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Back then we didn't even back I then mean, it was crazy. We knew what right? Zoom was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Zoom was something that you and I used and coaches used and, and other people in the biz, but Zoom was not a common term. No. <laughs> Because even beginning of COVID, I you know everyone was having like Zoom parties and stuff, and I yeah. put them out there in my Believe It Achieve It group, and some people were like, "What's the Zoom? Zoom? <laughs> How do I do that?" <laughs> and now everyone knows. Everyone has probably done a Zoom. <laughs> Look, my dad's better at Zoom than I am. Right, right. But actually, I, I can't lie. Not to toot his horn, his assistant sets it up for him. Yeah. Because we did a Christmas Zoom, and it was from my dad's assistant. It wasn't from my dad directly. So. <laughs> can't blame him. So, but we have this amazing group that's been going on for several years now. And I have to say that these women are my closest friends. Isn't that uh, awesome? And I know you kind of pieced us together, but I think we kind of found, right? Definitely. It just yes. kind of happened. Yes. It just kind of happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's amazing. We meet once a week, every Sunday evening and just chat. And we're there to encourage each other, talk about our pits, right? Our yeah. pits and our peaks every week. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of what we do. Right. Yeah, for sure. And we support each other. I've now created beautiful friendships with these women. Thanks to you, my friendship with you has grown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just, it's beautiful. So we were in our group on Sunday evening and we were just having our powwow, our chat, you know, discussing life and what each of us had been through. And you Gave us a little assignment. (laughs) One of the girls said something and you said, okay, write this down. (laughs) What do I want? What do I feel? What do I think? And what do I need? (laughs) Gosh, Janet, I'll let you take the lead on that. (laughs) And it was just like, wow. And I didn't write it down, but it sat with me and I went, podcast episode. (laughs) It's perfect. We have to do it. We have to do it. (laughs) I actually can't believe we haven't done it already. Really? I know. I think I go back so far with you in the actual therapy. Right. That, That it predated all of that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So the first homework I give for the most part to everyone who comes and sees me and certainly the first module in all my like therapy programs is that activity. It's, I kind of call it like mindfulness 101. What, what do I think? What do I feel? What do I want? What do I need? Because when you think about it, if you think of our pets or our kids, they know what they think and they feel and what they want and they need every second of the day. And they're just like little news reporters you know, just all day long letting us know what they think and feel and what they want and need. 
they're not sitting there saying, oh, you know, mom's tired today. I'll pretend I don't want lunch, right? They're like, get up, mom. I want lunch, right? You know, get up. I need to be walked if it's a pet, right? Like, this is what I want. This is what I need. When they want to be pet, they're, you know, moving their head under your hand so you can pet them, right? When the kids, you know, want something in Target, they have no problem throwing themselves on the floor and <laughs> kicking and screaming until they get it. There's no question of, should I want this? Is it okay to want this? Will other people like me if I want this? Is it appropriate to want this? And there's no thought of, what are they thinking? What are they feeling? It's just a constant focus on self. And so we don't want to always be like the kids and the pets. We want to be able to see what other people are wanting too. We really do need to start with knowing ourselves being aware or mindful of what is going on with ourselves. And for most of us, especially the folks who are listening to you and are coming and seeing me, we pretty early on rewired that natural programming to instead of saying, okay, I will feel better. I feel anxious. I feel upset about something. I'm going to share that with somebody else. I feel hungry. I feel mad or something. I'm going to share this with the adults around me so that they can take care of me. And then I'm going to feel better because my needs were met. Instead, what we learn is when I share those needs or feelings or thoughts or wants with the people around me, they yell at me. They tell me that I'm selfish. They get upset and overwhelmed. And it makes my anxiety worse. What I learned then is if I can predict what they are thinking and feeling and what they want and need and give that to them, then they'll be calmer and now I'll be calmer. But I won't get my needs met. So there's this thing that happens where instead of wanting your needs met and it being about your needs and wants and feelings, it becomes I feel better Regardless of my needs being met, I feel better when the people around me feel better. And that becomes the way we live our life, right? Mm, Out right. Of Unfortunately, the, yeah. Right. From the smallest to the largest, right? Think about it. How many times? What do you want to get for, for dinner today? I don't know. What do you want? Right? I mean, how? Right? We're kind of conditioned to do that. And some of that is because... We want everybody else to be happy. Some of it is that we really have grown to not even know what we want a lot of the time. And that what we want is what everybody else wants. If everybody else is happy, then I can be happy. The problem with that is that we are much more selfish and much less motivated than we think that we are as human beings. And so that while we say we're being selfless and that we just are happy when other people are happy, we aren't. We aren't happy. We're resentful and we're tired and we're depleted and we're exhausted. And what then starts happening is if we're really conditioned to what do you want, what do you want, we tend to find ourselves with people who have been very conditioned to what do I want? What do I want? And they're really comfortable with somebody asking them all day long. Um, you know, when they say, well, what do you want for dinner? You say, I don't know what you want. Oh, good. This is what I want. Right. I know. And so this is like the crux of work relationships and 
marriages and, you know, family, parents and kids, this sort of this resentment and this back and forth. And with one party feeling resentful, disconnected, angry, depressed, sick, Mm. tired, but it really all comes back to that initial cutoff from what am I thinking? What am I feeling? What do I want? What do I need? And so what I give everybody the homework for is for a day, put that on your mirror where you brush your teeth. So you wake up and in those two minutes, hopefully it's two minutes. Remember, we won't tell if it's less. We were, we were laughing about that because that was the whole subject on our group chat. Look, yeah. we even talked about dental health. Not our- <laughs> right? Nothing is off limits. <laughs> so as you're brushing your teeth in the morning, you start going, okay, what do I think? What do I feel? And all of a sudden you're like, well, what do I think? And you tune into your thoughts And all of a sudden, you hear these 600,000 thoughts that we have in the course of the day that tend to be negative, fearful, Mm -hmm. and critical. Uh, Yeah. Right? So, you know, my husband's yelling at me, and we're going to be late. The kids, da, 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 da. Exactly. Because really think about it. In the morning when you're brushing your teeth, what are you thinking about? Oh, my God, we've got to get out the door. How come my husband hasn't made lunch for the kids yet? Why are the kids, you know, yelling at each other? Is the homework packed in the bag? Oh, I'm a terrible parent. You know, my kids are terrible kids. Oh, you know, I'm sure that family is going to be there on time and we're going to be late. I'm sure that mom is going to look great at carpool and I'm going to look like a hot mess. I'm sure when I get, you know, like, oh my gosh, when I get to work, that coworker that I hate is going to be there. Oh my gosh, I don't have that thing done for my boss. Right? When you tune into the thoughts that we're having unconsciously all day long, we've just become compartmentalized from them. You realize that you have these very negative thoughts in a pattern, right? Mm -hmm. That while we may have 600,000 thoughts in the course of the day, they probably all roll roll up to five or 10 basic thoughts of like, I'm not good enough. I'm going to get fired. I don't have enough money. I'm a bad parent. My husband's annoying. People are disappointing, right? We have kind of these beliefs that underlie all of our thoughts and all of our actions. And then with those thoughts, if those are the thoughts that you're thinking, when you then tune into your feelings, you probably don't feel great. You know, if you're sitting there just thinking about how everybody's a disappointment and how you're a failure, you're probably Mm -hmm. feeling ashamed, like a failure, angry, hurt, resentful, lonely. Not loved, not pretty. Yeah. The whole thing. All of those. And again, think back on your childhood and think back oh. even your teens, <laughs> right? Your teens and your 20s even. We don't live in a world that has a lot of room to feel lonely, sad, unloved, angry, hurt, embarrassed, right? And yet we have those feelings, yeah, all day long. I was like, check, 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 check. Right? Check, check. We have those feelings all day long. But in general, if we share those feelings growing up, we get shot down, whether it's by our parents saying, oh my gosh, stop being so needy, toughen up. Or mm-hmm. if it's the kids on the play- playground calling you a baby, or the teachers telling you, be quiet. You know, yeah. Be quiet. The only feelings we're allowed to have are happy, 
under certain set circumstances for a short period of time, we're allowed to be sad. And then some of us are allowed to be angry. And other than that, nothing else is allowed there. So then you tune into your feelings and you notice these feelings and then you, you notice your, what do I want and what do I need? You probably don't have an answer. I don't know what, I want. you know, I'm brushing my teeth. I'm not sure what I want. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know what I want? I want a day off. Or you know what I want? I want my kid to pack his, his lunch on his own. Or you know what I want? <laughs> I want my husband to wake up a little bit earlier and help me with the morning routine. Or I want my boss to meet with me regularly and give me feedback. I want quiet in my car. I don't know, mm. all these different, you know, I want to eat lunch sitting down in peace. I don't know. Th these things will start to bubble up. Of This is what I want. And what do I need? It might be that I need a day off. It might mean that I need peace and quiet. It might be that I need more help. It might be that I need to voice what I need more. But all of those things, I think the magic of the awareness of that exercise is that we are wanting and needing those things every minute of the day. And we're feeling and thinking those things every minute of the day. We're just unconscious of them. We're just not aware. And so they are driving those thoughts and feelings and wants and needs, unmet wants and unmet needs, are driving all of our thoughts and our feelings and our, our behaviors all day long. If we're, if, if we're feeling, if our thought is that our husband um, doesn't appreciate us and doesn't do his share, then we're going to have the feeling of resentment all day and all day. <laughs> and so then when he texts later and says, Hey honey, how are you? I love you. I miss you. Let's go out to lunch. You're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> are you fucking kidding that? me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, and he, of course he has no idea what's going on. Right. Like, well, I don't know. Everything seemed fine because there wasn't this moment of, Hey, you guys, I'm swamped. I'm overwhelmed. I'm the or only you just one. Freaked out and we're like, right. What the heck are you doing? Can you <laughs> right. Just yelling. Why is mom yelling again? <laughs> yes. Right. Well, mom's yelling because she hasn't been giving voice to her thoughts and feelings all along. And so when you then can, Tune in while you're brushing your teeth and then throughout the day, every two hours, set your phone to go off or your watch to go off or something. Wherever you are, interrupt wherever you are, the meeting, the car, whatever it is. What do I think? What do I feel? What do I want? What do I need? And over time, you start to just, it's like, it's like you re restore factory settings, right? You go mm. back to the way we were born, the way our pets are and the kids are of knowing what those, those things are. It doesn't mean that now we're always going to get those, but at least then that way we know what we're thinking and feeling and we can say, okay, well, so if I'm just consistently thinking that my husband doesn't help enough, I probably need to figure out a way to open my mouth and tell him that rather than just calling him an ungrateful, selfish pig, right? <laughs> right. I probably should figure out to say, listen, I'm feeling really resentful. I keep hearing myself, you know, say in my voice, you don't even hear it, but in my head, I'm saying, you know, what about me? Why are you so selfish? It's all about you. Let's figure out how to change that. 
And if you've been paying attention to what you want and need, you might have an idea of the things that he could do that would actually help with that. Because maybe you need him to make lunches, but maybe you just need him to say, hey, you're doing a great job. I see you doing all of these things. I notice it and I appreciate it. Words of affirmation, right? That's that's all I would need. <laughs> that's what you would need. Right, exactly. Right. Because we all have our different love language. Love language. <laughs> a whole, whole other podcast. <laughs> So that's the homework that I give for everybody who's listening, right, is to, if first thing in the morning, last thing at night, while you're brushing your teeth and throughout the day, every, say, two hours, to stop and ask yourself, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? What do I want? And what do I need? You don't because really have to. programmed and even subconsciously, right? Like even Correct. if you're brushing your teeth and you're looking at it, but you are thinking about what time do I have to, you know do such and such today, you're still seeing it. Yep. And it is going, it is seeping into your subconscious. And that's why I love to do it while you brush your teeth right before bed, because then as you're sleeping, it's there, it's already there. As you wake up, you're waking up with that idea. And so you're creating a new neural pathway Mm. that says I'm important You know what I mean? That yes, you're important too, but I am also important. And that I am aware of what is going on in my head and that my thoughts and feelings are driving the results in my life. That whatever I'm seeing, good or bad in my life, is a result of my thoughts and feelings and my ability to be aware of my wants and needs. So then like, you know it, you're going there. What do I want? Exactly. How do I, what do I want? What do I feel? What do I think? And what do I need instead of exactly. how mad am I? How? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Hurry, right. Yeah. right. Going to the feelings because you sort of skip the step, right? We just tend to go like, there's all the stuff that goes on under the surface of feeling unheard, feeling exhausted, thinking negative thoughts. And so then there's going to be a reaction. The same thing is if you wake up and you talk, you look in the mirror and tell yourself how ugly you are and how fat you are. Yeah. Right. But then when you go and meet that person at lunch and they're looking at you because they really love your shoes, you know what I mean? You're going to go to, they think that I'm insecure. fat. They, so right. many people. Yes. They're like, why is that person looking at me? Right. They're staring. Oh my gosh. And it might even go to, wow, they're so rude. I don't want to be friends with that. Versus right, I'm you, the person that's looking at you going, this happened to me in my doctor's office. I was like, oh my God, I love her tattoo. <laughs> and it was a stranger in my doctor's office. And she was looking at me like, what the frick is this girl doing staring at me? Like, Right. And it's and I finally couldn't help it because I was like, oh, my God, I love your tattoo. Now she's one of my closest friends. But we laugh <laughs> about that because here I am looking at her, loving her tattoo. And she's looking at me thinking, what the hell is this? Right. Looking at me. Right. Defensive. And, yeah. And that right. And that defensiveness depends on what she said to herself that morning. So if she sat in the morning while she's brushing her teeth. And she realizes that she's saying, oh, my gosh, I look fat. Oh, my gosh, I look ugly. Then there are other steps that she could take. Like we've talked about the even though before, right? That's sort of, it's the mindfulness. What do I want? What do I feel? And then, okay, even though I feel ugly today, I love and approve of myself. Even, Even though I'm not the weight that I used to be or that I want to be, I love and approve of myself. Even though I'm not the weight that my neighbor is. 
I love and approve of myself. But then when you go to lunch and somebody's looking at you, you might assume that they're looking at you and thinking, wow, I can tell you've been working out. Or they're just looking at you thinking, oh my gosh, you look so great and I look terrible. But it's going to depend on what you're saying to yourself in the morning and then throughout the day. If you can kind of catch it in the morning, you're just more likely to repeat that all day long. And if you interrupt yourself every two hours and catch yourself mid-negative thought, then all day long, you can rewire, rewire, rewire. Oh my God, I'm late. Oh my God, I'm late. Oh my God. Like, okay, there's plenty of time, right? You just rewire that. There's plenty of time. Everything's going to be okay. Arriving safe, safely is more important than and rushing than being and on causing time. it. Yeah. Right? You know, it gives you this opportunity to respond to all this inner angst with your kind of adult wise mind rather than just unconsciously reacting emotionally all day long for the rest of your life, really, until you stop. And then you're just that. "Ah!" Right, right. Until you stop and you really figure out what is this dialogue that's going on all day in my head? And it's so like, it's, it's so simple, right, Janet, to write down four, four (laughs) statements. And put it on your back. I mean, it's it seems so silly. And I know people are gonna right. some people are gonna be listening right now and they're they've already wrote they've already wrote it down. Yes, right? right. Like they're ready to cut it out and put it like me, I have to have it cut and taped nicely. <laughs> and then some people are gonna be like, eh, I'll do it someday. Yeah. You know, which is oh, it's the I don't want to shake you. <laughs> trust me, trust me, trust me. Because it takes me back to the gratitude practice when you taught me how to you, and I remember you going, Nicole, get out your phone right now. Just put this app, put an app on your phone every night before you go to bed, write down three things you're grateful for. And I did it and I did it and I did it. And every single time I can go back and look at my app because it keeps it for you. My dog, Duke, Duke, Duke. I was thankful for you. I was thankful for my church. I was thankful. I was thankful. And then it would get like, I was thankful for my air conditioner. I was thankful for my running water. Right. For the blood, you know, my heart pumping the blood right. to my body. I was thankful. And then I just started doing it. And now, like, I don't have a gratitude journal. Right. Because guess what? Perfect. I rewired my. <laughs> you rewired your brain. It's absolutely true. And there is all kinds of science that finds new neural pathways after therapy and after different behavioral inter- interventions, right? And yes, a lot of these things can seem very simplistic, right? It seems very simplistic to put something on your mirror. It seems very com- simplistic to keep a gratitude journal. And it's not the full story, but it is a really, really, really huge, important yeah, step. Yeah. And it has unbelievable results. Right, like you're not just going to pin this on your mirror and your whole life's going to change. <laughs> Everything's better. But it is, if you were going to take one step, this would be the step to take. Because mindfulness does really work. The ability to know what is going on within you and to, re- to take a moment to respond to that does really change everything. And so if you were just going to do one thing, that would be it. Because once you have that mindfulness, you're going to make other mindful decisions too. When, you know, when you're mindful of what you're thinking and feeling when you reach in the snack drawer, when you notice what you're thinking and feeling when you reach for the wine, or for the TV remote, or to yell at your kids, when you're aware of what you're thinking and feeling, half the time at least, you're going to respond differently. You're going to say, well, wait, I feel lonely. Are the Doritos going to help that? 
Hmm. You know, right? Like I feel sad. Is wine going to make that better or worse? I feel frustrated with my kids. Is yelling at them going to make it me feel better as a parent? You have that space to change all your other behaviors too. You know, this is like a aha, uh-huh, blow me away kind of thing. So. <laughs> and like yesterday, I was telling Janet and you guys, I put out a podcast episode about it. I just had one thing after the next, like hitting me, hitting me, hitting me. And I did go reward myself yesterday with food. But do you want to know what I went and got? <laughs> And it wasn't a reward. It was like, this will make me feel better, right? A Beyond Burger from Native Sun, which is our health right. food market. <laughs> so even that, I'm more mindful about what I'm putting in my body. Right, right. Instead of going and eating peanut M&M's. No offense to M&M's. <laughs> I don't think anyone from M&M's is listening, but you never know. I went for a healthy option, but it makes, you know, that Beyond Burger makes me happy. (laughs) Right. And then even if you have the M&Ms, to make the conscious choice to do it, right? Then you can also really enjoy the M&Ms rather than you kind of unconsciously shove them in your mouth. You didn't really get the pleasure from it. And then you have the guilt after versus being like, you know what? I had a really hard day. What is it that I'm feeling and wanting? You know, I'm wanting M&Ms. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm wanting a treat. You know what? I'm going to give myself this treat and I'm going to eat them slowly and mindfully and I'm going to enjoy them. And then afterwards, I'm going to feel good about it. That's sort of the magic of, of mindfulness is that you get to choose, right? You're sort of, you're not reacting unconsciously. You're choosing all of your, all of your actions, whether they're, you know, healthy or not. You get to decide, what am I going to do now with this moment? How am I going to make this moment work for me? Mm, so we kind of just laid out a little mindfulness 101, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First step into mindfulness, right? Yeah, yeah. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What do I want? What do I need? Oh, put it up. You guys, put it write it down. Mirror, put it, write it down. Put it on your mirror because you're going to brush your teeth first and the last thing every day anyhow. So now you're not adding anything. It's just while you're there, you do it. And then set your alarm or change your password or your screensaver because you're going to put your password in all day long or you're going to have your phone or your watch with you so that let the alarm go off every two hours and just check in with yourself. What do I think? What do I feel? What do I want? What do I need? And if you want to take another step from that, if you notice that what you're feeling is really yucky and you don't like what that you're feeling, then go to, even though I feel this, I love and I love myself. myself. Woo! Uh, <laughs> and you definitely helped me learn to love and improve myself. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad. And you did the work. Yes. Right. And I think, you, you know what, Jana, at the end of this, I was, you know, my mind was, is, was going and I'm like, oh my gosh, have I, I think we may have talked about this, but I don't think we've done it. But did I have you like interview me? Yes. Right. I think Early I'm ready. I think first year. Did you? Yeah. Didn't I? I can't even remember now. I know we talked. About I know it. we talked about doing it. I know we talked about doing it. I think um, I did. Or maybe you just talked on your own. Maybe you just told your story on your own. But I think, I don't know why. I just had that pop in my head. Okay, you guys, this is how how it works with us, right? (laughs) I think we should do that, Janet. Let's do it. Yes. Because I'm ready. I love and approve of myself. 
So I'm ready <laughs> to literally let people know like the steps that I took and where I was. I wish we did a brain scan, right? Yeah, where right. I was eight years ago and where I am now. And even like in the middle where I was five years ago and where I am now. Yes. Where I was four years ago when we started that group. Right. And where Before I am you now. were even a coach. Right. Yeah. I love it. So that might be love like it. a two part. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that would like be a great. Kardashian reunion. <laughs> like part one and part two. <laughs> I would love that. That would be like a real privilege for me. Yes, right? Just to, yeah, really just show people. Like, this is uh-huh. real. I was a freaking hot mess. <laughs> I was a hot mess. So, uh, <laughs> yes, we will save that for part one and part two. Uh, uh, watch what happens live with Nicole. Yes. <laughs> Nicole Winley, the interview. Ooh, there you go. There you go. Well, thank you, Jana. I have to thank you. Double thank you. Thank you for jumping on not once but twice with me this week to recreate this amazing topic. Oh, well, thank you for having me twice. And thank you for having me every month. And thank you for doing this for everybody. And I oh, and thank you for being you. Oh my gosh, I love you. All right, you guys. That being said, make it an awesome freaking day and much, much mm-hmm. love. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I hope you enjoyed the episode and please feel free to share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any questions or want to reach out to me, please send me an email at coachnicolewindley at gmail.com. And have an awesome day.